But uh, today's daf is daf memam and aleph gitten. We are learning that there are certain telltale signs that if we see an evid a slave behaving a certain way, we can assume that the master has probably set him free already. <clears throat> and we started out with Rebbe, who said that if a, a, if a slave was uh, was married off by his own master to another woman, then definitely the master must have set him free. Otherwise, he's com he's committing a sin because an evid cannot he's not allowed to marry a Jewish woman a bas and then we mentioned Tulin, but the master gave the Tulin for Rabbi Vashelah, so we're going to learn that right now. So the Gemara is Amr Rabbi Shuma Levi, about 10 lines at the top of the page. Amr Rabbi Shuma Levi, Evid, a slave, Shehiniach Tfilin Bifnei Rabbi, that placed Tfilin on himself in front of his Rabbi. Yatzel Ched is a sign that he's free. And why is that? Not because he puts on Tfilin and he makes brachas, because Tresvis holds and Rabbein Tam holds and many Rishayim holds, and which Ramor Paskus Maruch. That a woman is, even though she's exempt for certain mitzvahs, if she wants to perform them, she can, and she can make a bracha. And technically, Tashis here says by tefillin will be the same thing. She can put on tefillin and make a bracha, even though they don't. By tefillin, at least they don't. Tefillin says they don't. But um, the idea is that generally women did not put on tefillin at all, and because. Uh, and Avodim generally did not put on film at all. And Avodim are compared to women. We learned yesterday, law, law, they have all the same denim as a woman. So, therefore, to see a, an Evid wearing film, that's something strange, unless he's no longer an Evid. So, you want to ask a question? That's it. Let me ask you a question. What happened? You find that the master borrowed money from his slave. Now, that indicates to you that he's not a slave, he's a slave. Whatever he owns belongs to the master. What does it mean the master is borrowing money from the slave? Or the master told the Evan, I want you to do, be the executive of my estate. I want you to run my, you know, charge the affairs, run every, all my inyanim. Three psukim is the minimum size of aliyah. We got three psukim, an aliyah in a shul. Rabbi was master there. All of these things does not yet necessarily mean that he is set free. The master allows him to do it. So it's clearly here. That just because he put on film, even though it's not common for an ever to put on film, he's allowed to. If he did, it's not the end of the world. Just like a woman's allowed to get on Aliyah as well. We had more Megillah of Chabez there. A woman's allowed to get on Aliyah. So none of this is, is definitive proof. And an Evid also could be somebody gave him money on the condition the master doesn't get control over it. And therefore, and the master is in desperate need of money. He asked ever, can you give me money from your account? It could happen. So that's not necessarily, it's not compelling proof that he's been set free. Um, so what's what film? Contradiction. How's Rabbi Shimon Levi recognizing this? When Rabbi and Levi said that if an Evid puts on tefillin, it's an indication that he's been set free already. That's only if you see the master standing there and assisting the, the, the Evid in putting on his tefillin. But if the Evid puts it on his own, it doesn't prove anything. Okay, so about it further. Also, Rabbi came. And from Israel, he said, in the name of Rabbi Echanan, Misha Amr Bishas Misasa. If somebody says while he died, Puloinish Shivchasi, this and this maid of mine, Al Yishtabdubolach, Amaisi, I don't want you no longer to use her services after I pass away, is Kaifinis Ayoshim. You actually compel the heirs, the Kaisin Loget Shikhr. They have to write a Get Shikhr. That the writer gets you why? Because since you can no longer use the money side of it, is gone. They no longer have control over this ever to make the ever or the umma work. So all you have left is Isis. So we force the Yashim to write a get Shikhar to free the ever up and he should become a full or she should become a full fledged. Yid. So the Gemara, 
When you said, they said you made a mistake. That language, al boy, is not saying I'm setting her free. Saying I don't want you to make her work hard. Don't maltreat her. That's all he's saying. But retain her as an evidence. Okay, so she can no longer work. But if she has children, the children are avod them and you can make them work. So why in the world would you force the ocean to set her free? So it must be a mistake what you're saying, Rabbi But the mistake is the language. Not, not in the halacha part of it, but the language. It does not, it's not a language of freedom. However, when came, he said, he said, I would say something differently. He said, the person is dying. And he said, this particular maid, she was always so good to me, or she made me feel, uh, she did some nice things for me. I want you to do something very nice for her. Without specifying what exactly he wants his children to do for this maid. Uh, <clears throat> We force the ocean. We force the ocean that want that they should set her free because that is the ultimate kaidus ruach. You can give someone, grant them their freedom. My time and why do the children have to keep that? Because mitzvah the where we had the principle four. There's a mitzvah to fulfill the words of a his last wishes. These are his last wishes. Says the Gemara. Omar, Amemar, Amemar says. So basically, Rabbi Shmuel Yehuda argues with Rabbi He says Rabbi Yechon didn't say what you said. He didn't say, you know, I'll you stab the bar and then you force the ocean. He said, Kaidu Shuach Asuli, and that's what happened. Says the Gemara. Omar Amemar says, Hamavkin Avda. If somebody makes his evid hefker, if someone makes his evid hefker. Now, what, when you make an Evid Hefker, we had before Shmuel said, if you make an Evid Hefker, then he, um, you give him a get Shikhr. Uh, according to Shmuel, you don't have to give him a get Shikhr. The moment he's free, he's free completely. And according to Rav and Abyechanan, if you make an Evid Hefker, you still have to give him a get Shikhr. Because Hefker only deals with the financial side, the money side, and not the, not the relationship in the East. Comes along a member says, and we had a member before, but if somebody makes his Evid Hefker, that Evid ain't like Takhani. So in the state of limbo. There's no takana at all. We no takana. Cannot marry a Yiddish woman because uh, because he still didn't receive yet that get. Cannot marry uh, a shivcha because he already was set free or a mafkir and therefore he's no longer a proper evid. So he ain't a takana. But he holds, not like Rabbi Yechonon and Rabbi says, give a star. He says, it's finished. Cannot even give a star. My time, why? Gufe like Kanile. The goof is no longer belong to them. What belongs to them? Isuri Gabei on the Isa. Now he's dying. You want him to try to pass on the Isa, bequeath the Isa to his children, to the next generation. Isa, you cannot pass Yerushalayim. This is what I told you was the basis for those Achreinim who paskin that if a person dies on Pesach and he has chametz in his house, it doesn't get passed on to the children because Isa cannot be transferred to the children. Isa is not a is not a kind of ownership. It's more of a, re a religious relationship. In a religious relationship, there's no dinam of, of Yerusha. What do you mean? What do you mean? Whether you're whether you need to get shikhr. How are you going to explain? You're arguing with everybody. I'll tell you how I understood Rabbi Yechon, how I understood Rav. They need a shtah. You can't give it. In a case where the person died, uh, technically, he still need a star to set them free to be able to become a yid. 
right? But because the person died, and now he wants to, you want the children to, to, to do that act to set them free, they take it, but the children can't because they never yashin that ownership of the Issa that they could able set, you know, sever the ties of the, you know, from, you know, from the Issa. They, they don't have that kayach. I, Ulamir and Rav said, you need a star. Yes, you need a star. That's the problem, but you can't give it. They never said the star is good, according to Amema's understanding. Ikidamri, another version is. <clears throat> Uh, somebody makes uh, what happened here was if somebody makes his evid uh, before we said that evid has no takan. What about a mafkin? His here he's saying the, the evid was mafkin. This is what we had in more yesterday when they said kasha the member. The evid was hefkir and then he died. Oh, you see, my timer, goofy lakonale, he's goofy lakonale. Uh, sorry, in the first version of Maimah, it wasn't that you cannot pass it on to your children, sorry. First of all, is that all you have left over, forget about passing on to your children, all you have left over is the is the buyless ownership of Easter, and ownership of Easter you cannot pass on to your slave. You want him to set the slave free, you cannot, the slave only set free the ownership, you have to do the whole caboodle, you have to do the ownership of the of the financial side and the and the Easter, they all come hand in hand. But if you only made Hefkin, all you did was you you, you dealt with the, the money side, you didn't do it Easter, and Easter on its own, you can't deal with it. That was the first amendment. And and we asked the Ulu Rabbis, it's clear you could. So he says that you he's saying you need a stop, but you can't. The second uh, Amen man is talking about the case where we just said, where the person died after he made Hefkir, and now you want that he should bequeath to his children the um, that power, that authority to remove the Easter the, the, the part so they can become full fledged Jews, and that they cannot pass on. And that's the basis for I told you on Pesach. Sorry, the second amendment. My time, Connolly. The, the goof no longer belongs to the, to the to the father who died, so therefore cannot pass on to the children. What does the father have left? What he retained ownership only over the Easter of the Ebed that he's not a full-fledged idiot. And just to pass on to the children, the Easter part of it, you can't. You can't. Sorry? So that's what we had before. Abba Shol said, so you may have the daily make kind of themselves. You could, but you could. But look, the Ebed is free. Ever is free, but he's not a yid. Now, those who argue and say that this is totally different than the Chumash and Pesach, where they say there's no money side of it at all. Once you made him have it, totally there's no money side. By Chumash and Pesach, he didn't make it happen. It's Osa Hano. Easter Hano, the argument is, is if, if something is Osa Bano, do I still have a financial relationship with this object if I can't use it? Or the Pshat is, if it's Osa Bano, I lost my financial arrangement with it. No, but there's no value. What do I own? It has to do with once we want to discuss what is ownership. Is ownership you own the thing itself or you own the use of it? If Easter, if ownership means I own the use of it, then it's also I know I, I don't own any more anything of it. All I have is the Easter. Tara says Hamid in your house, Asr. And us Easter, you cannot pass to children, just like my Nevin. But if you learn that Easter Hano means I still own it, I just can't use it. I still own it. It's a very different the case of an Ebed you, you made have kid, which you no longer own at all, the financial side. So therefore, when a person dies, he does pass on to the children the Hamid, but he still owns it. And anything which he owns passes on. That's what really what the, the whole Machlek is it revolves about, it revolves around. He came and and he said in the name of Rabbi that somebody says when he died, you know, don't do survey work anymore with my shivcha. They forced the Yoshim. So we see that what they could pass on to the Yoshim. So the Gemara. So he says, no, but as soon as the guy said, I stopped the boy, 
Basically, that he means he made it hefker. He made the Amma hefker, and then he tells, and then we force the children to set it free. So we see clearly that even though the Ever is already hefker and, and the person dies, it does get passed on to the children the right to, to set them free. So the Gemara, Dimi didn't we say before that Dimi was a mistake? Now, but what was the mistake? Not the, not the principle that he said. The, the mistake was that he, he misunderstood the words Ayushtabda, but he thought Ayushtabda means make, the, uh, make her hefker. And in fact, that's not what Ayushtabda means at all. What Hayishtabdu me means is don't work with her anymore, but keep her as an evid. That was the mistake he made. The, the problem was only the language. If he was clearly said, make, I'm making this uh, I want you to set him free, it would have passed on to the children. How can I would have passed on to the children? Kasha and Maimur said that you cannot pass on Easter to the children. That never said that. never said that. Um, and, and, and I hold that a Shmuel, who has a different version of what Rabbi Yechanan said, <clears throat> uh, which was that if he says, this woman did a kairos ruach for me, something nice, do the same thing for her. Nothing to do. Say one further. Sorry? Rabbi Yehuda Shmuel. The name Rabbi Yechanan. Ahu discarded. There was this village, the Avdi. It seems like there's a village that basically was populated by Avodim. By Avodim Ever Kanani, that belonged to different Yiddish masters. And that's where their sleeping quarters were, and they all spent time together. And what happened was these Davalev and they were all sold to a Goy. They were all sold to a Goy. And the thing is, when a Yid sells an Ever to a Goy, the Ever goes free because uh, we're upset. You took away, you denied him that, but you do mitzvahs, and we, we, we punish you, penalize you. What happened was, Basroi. the owners, the, lady, the latter owners, the Goyim, all died. Um, also the and he said, "Okay, these avodim now need to get shechur. So what should they do?" he said, Let me go back to the original owners, and the They should receive the get shechur. Not like Amemar says it's too late. He should receive the get shechur. Uh, they should get shechur, so they'll all be set free. They'll be full fledged. They should be full fledged. <coughs> um, so these these original owners might have died right now, gone to the children. How in the world are they going to be able to give them a get shikhr? Amema says he can't, he can't pass it on. You could pass it on. But Abdimi was a mistake. We knocked it out. Amlu the same before. My two says not the principle is a mistake. The language that he used, the syntax. Oh, But if they were, if he would have said, to, "I'm making my Oma hefker," I want you guys to write a you know a it would have passed on. The is like Ravina. The like Ravina that the children they can they can write the get shikh or the can write the get shikh with the body. Who have the there was there was an evid. It was an Ebed, the Beitrei, had two owners. And we learned before that if one of the owners set the Ebed free, he becomes a Chetzi Ebed Chetzi Ben Chayden. Sunday he works, Monday he's free. Tuesday he works, Monday he's free. And the problem is now he can't marry anybody in the state of limbo. He cannot marry Yiddish woman because he's half Ebed. He cannot marry a Shivchak, he's half free. And that's why we're learning more Chagiga there, or, or we are in, we're learning about Basra and other places. And here, that you force the Balabas to set him free. Says the Gemara. So what happened was this, this master was sneaky. I will have to come chad benayvet shukal kalgrim. One of the masters decided to set him free. Omer idach, the other master still owned him, wanted him to continue working, but he was scared the rabbis would come and force him to set him free. So what did he do? 
He's a sneaky guy, very cunning. He went over there, hash the shovel bit of bundle, master but the rabbit will come and take more away from me. Ozil acted a little like cut. No, he did. He said to his younger son, who's under bar mitzvah, you now own the Evid. And, and, and we learned before, a cotton can be cleaner with the Rabbanon, but maybe my trader, long shakhe, and Tracy read before. But um, is, is my, uh, so therefore, the Rabbanon can't force the child to give up the Evid. Mark. Sholcho Rabbi Yasef, the Rabbis, Rabbis' son, whose name was Rabbi Yasef, after his teacher, sent before Rapapa and said, tell me, what do I do? Shalachle, Rapapa said to him, you got to be strong. The Rav has to have authority. The way he behaves, that's how you behave to him. Give him his just reward. Whether he's saying this is a case of revenge or this is just a halacha, but in his head. This child, this child is, is an intelligent kid. So we have a rule when it comes to an intelligent kid. If the kid himself really wants to sell, you're not forcing the kid, then it's all right. We're going to entice the kid to want to sell the evidence. What does the kid like? He sees a dollar bill or gives a golden coin, gets all excited. Remember, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he's three years older, the test that they gave him to see you have to be smart enough. Exactly. Well, you're right. Anan Kimlambiyanuka, we know about this kid, the Mikvedai to the Gabazuzi. But this particular kid loves money. Loves money. Mukminula Apatrufus, we're going to set him up. Somebody who is going to administrate the entire affairs there. And we are going to, you know, um, like in a cup, shake over there some coins there, make a, a few sounds. Because willingly, this kid is going to write a get shikher in order to get that. So we don't have to force him. Because uh, forcing is questionable. But we don't have to force him. The kid willingly is going to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Give up the evid. <clears throat> However, if you don't do the sign of the coin, the kid, why would the kid be interested in giving up evid? But if you gave him, give him a chocolate bar or a few lollies, be more than happy. Yeah. And, but who do you write to get shikher? Al Shmei. You're right, they get shikhar on the name of the of the of the Apotrufus. The Apotrufus himself cannot set the Evid free because he cannot in any way do anything which adversely affects the Yusaimim. And this is a, a adverse affecting Yusaimim because he's losing out on this Evid. Um, but this, even though we learn a kid cannot sell, that's talking about property. But when it comes to metalton, if a kid is mature enough, he can actually sell the metalton as well. And we're treating the Evid here in this case. When we had an argument of Evid like Karka or Metallica, in fact, we had anymore before. Everyone agrees that Evid is Karka in the case of major mixes. But here we're treating the Evid like it's Metallica, and therefore the child can sell it. Um, and the, the robot is merely to make sure that it's the right thing to do. That's how, uh, that's how uh, Rashi learns. Um, <clears throat> sorry. So Rashi learns we do it on the name of the child. And 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 Tash has a problem with that because how can you do it and write on the name of the child the child is giving up when the child his mice are not really valid at all, and therefore he says when we write we write on the name of that Petrufus. and because Hefke bezin Hefke is as if we're going to take the Evid out of the realm of the child and give it to that Petrufus. and Petrufus is therefore the one who can be machnid, and we're doing that because of the, 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 this cunning plan that this uh, father did, which he did the wrong thing. <clears throat> yeah. And generally, Apotrufus has no right to do that. But over here is an exception. We're going to allow the Apotrufus to do that because have have care because the way this person behaved. And it sounds like a class. And the main time goes further. It, it, it's the Apotrufus, not even a cast. Because he said, if we're in a class, the mother would have used the words, he misbehaved, therefore we misbehaved. 
That's not actually what he says. When the Papa says, he's saying that this is that the din, that the minhadin, the apotrufus, has the right to, to set to um, set the, the ebbet free if it's a form of like purchasing his way out by giving a few coins. Doesn't matter if it's a true value, it's like purchasing his way out. <clears throat> so, why do you have a and and, and the reason he says why we give the coins is since Patrufus actually can do this, so we don't even need the kid's input. But we don't want it to look bad. The kid is screaming, oh, my father gave me the everybody taking away from me for So we make the kid happy, pacify him by giving him a few coins. Not that right. When actually learned this, the kid was giving up the evidence. learned this, Patrufus is giving up the evidence. In this case, he's allowed to. He's allowed to. And could be that Taysis is trying to also accommodate, even though they said that the evidence, it could be karka. And a child can't sell karka, but Apotrufus can. So maybe that's why Taysis also goes, you know, expands and says it's Apotrufus. Anyway, let's continue. Talk about we learned. We're now we're talking about texts, uh, the vernacular that you use, or the language that you use in, in the in the Shtar Shikhra, you say they set free. If you say, I made this ever free, he was made free, he is free, then all of these are languages that are a sign of freedom. And the get is good. But if he says, if he says, I will make him free, so Rebbe says, it sounds like you're saying, with this document, I'm going to make him free. I'm going to set him free. He's a full-fledged Jew. So therefore, it's all right. Even though it's future tense, future tense is, is, is uh, relating to this document, which you're about to give him. Give him. Um, and the Chachamah say, why? Because it's a language about it. Like you're giving a document. I'm going to give you another document where I'm going to set you free. And therefore... It, all, it sounds like this document is only like a guarantee or a, a, promissory, a promissory note that I'm going to do something because you're talking about the future. And the future, the, the, even though this is the future also, I'm about to give it to him, but the future sounds like it's beyond this, not what's, what's contained in this particular document. And therefore, it's not a language of, of shikhr. We're talking about language that you wrote in the star. We're well, saying this is what you wrote in the star. <clears throat> Um, but if you said if you said these words without a star, that's not a a way of freeing an evid, and therefore the evid still would be an evid. If you said nothing. If you say hefker, it's something else. It, when you say and you're just saying that you know you are free. That's not hefker means I'm giving you away. I'm giving you away. So hefker is a language that you can use, even though it's only words. You only verbalize. But it takes explaining people like black before. But here harei tell a state of being. You are free. What? How? But if you put in a star, okay, so you learn from Isha that star is effective. So these words are not effective unless they're incorporated in a star, but also has to be talking about present tense, past tense, not future tense, according to Rami. Um, think about it further. Rami learned, same thing applies to a field. Rami learned, all of these words are words of that it's his. At Nenel, he say future tense, I'll give it to him. He says, Connor, because I'm saying with this document, I'm going to give it to you. And I'm going to say, like Connor, you're saying, this is a promissory note, I'm going to write you another document. Same thing, but this is the same law that applies to a field. Rami learned, if a person says, I made this ever free. I set him free. Well, who I made very odd, but the Ebed said, Loya Sani. He doesn't want to go free. He, he denies it. I never received it. And we say we have we, we concern Shema the The guy says, I set him free, even though the Ebed said I didn't get it. Even though we use the word Hashin and we mean that this is how, this is how we interpret the actions. That must be that the, that the master gave someone else a, a star shikhar on behalf of the seven. And he said, Be on behalf of the Ebed. We were learning before the Hacham say that the, once he did that, the Ebed is. Set free, you cannot even change your mind because it's a good thing for the heaven. Okay, what happens? 
The master says, I wrote a shvar, and I gave it into the hand of the Evid. And the Evid said, no, you didn't. I never received it. Everyone enjoys this stay here. doesn't want to leave. But in this case, we say, that what? That if the Evid is made and is harming himself, that he wants to remain an Evid, we trust him. And the Babas thought he gave it to him. Taste really asked the question, why don't you use Hadoz Baldin on the on the master? He's also being made that I that I set him free. He's losing out. He just lost an Evid. But nevertheless, this taste is there, it's more plausible. Now you have two people here. One, each one's claiming this is what happened. Which one is more pl- plausible that they actually made an error in their understanding? It's more plausible to say that the noise and the vendor thought he gave the star in, in, to the, that the Evid received it, and, and he made a mistake. Rather than if the Evid says I never received it, it's hard to believe because the masses I gave it to in your hand and the Evid said I never got it. It's, it's not plausible that the Evid <laughs> here made a mistake. So therefore, we'll say Hadoz Baldin came in dummy. Thinking about it further, uh, uh, what do you call it? But guy says I gave this field to the person. Wait, like the same thing. Lastly, he didn't give it me. Maybe he gave it to you through a third party. I wrote it and I gave it to him. But he never gave me this document to for the field. So who eats the fruits until that time? <clears throat> um, who eats the fruits? Because this person, this person says I gave it to you. This person I never received it. So who eats the fruit? The says that the vendor can eat the, the fruit because it's his field. And Rabba Mamishal Shin is a potatoes. No, Abchiza says that since the, the, the buyer said, I never got it. You said you put in my hand, I never got it. So we say that he obviously never got it. So obviously the nation eats the fruit. It's his field. However, Rabba says, Mishal Shin is a potato. Give it to a third party till you work it out. And there's no argument here. What do you mean? Um, if um, the, the one who received the, the person, the, the father is still alive, and the person receiving it says, I never received it from you, then obviously he never received it. The father keeps the field, the father then keeps the fruits. But if it's the son who says that my father said, um, uh, sorry, if, if, if it's the, the, the person who receives the field says, I never received the field, obviously he doesn't receive the field, so it's a nascent field, and therefore he gets it to pay this. But if it's the son of the receiver who said, we never got the field, you know, Hunter never got the field, maybe he did get the field. Um, you give it to a third person, because maybe there were witnesses out there your father never told you, but maybe the people out there who are aware that your father did receive the field. So therefore, it's a suffix you leave it in limbo. Next Mishnah. It's a very cryptic Mishnah, and the Mishnah will have two ways of understanding who did what, when, where. We have a concept called apoitiki. Apoitiki, we had a few times before, it's an apoitehei which means, okay, I, I, I borrow money from you and have a lien on my properties, but sometimes I take a specific item and I say, you know what, this is going to be my collateral. This is the, 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 you know, this will be encumbered by this loan. Apoitehei This is where the loan is fixed on, apoitiki. So I took my evid and I said, this evid will be an apoitiki. Uh, that means that you can collect from here. Now, we had rubber, we had it a few times in Sachim and other places, where rubber said that three things can usurp, can undermine a, a lien, an, an, an overturn a, a lien on a property. Hegdish and Shekher and Chametz. So, for example, if I gave my collateral uh, Chametz and then, and then comes Pesach, it breaks the collateral. If I gave you collateral on an animal, then I decide to make it Hegdish in the court of Rashi. And look on table, I made it fiducious aguf. I said the animal itself becomes a carbon. Now that belongs to the base of Hegdish, there's nothing left in there. There's no longer a shibud on it. So the, the, the Hegdish takes away the shibud. 
And, uh, and the third one is by a slave, shikhr. If I set my Ebed free, I no longer own the Ebed, it removes that lien that's on the, uh, that's on the thing. <clears throat> okay, that's what it is. Um, so the mission says, no, it's totally free. I slow them. I owe the money to the, the lender, but no longer he lost his lead. Okay, it's gone. So the mission, an evid that the balabas made him on a paytiki for somebody else. This shikhrudu, and then he was set free. And we don't know who set him free. Is it the lender who set him free, or is it the borrower who set him free? Now the Gemara doesn't talk about it, but in Gemara Tzachin of Laman Alav, we have a famous argument of Bible Rabbah Balchayv Lemafreyo Goyva Mekanol Habos, which means when uh, if I, you know, you have a lien on one of my properties and I give you my property, does it mean that all along the lender owned the property, or no? That Mekan Habos. When I give it to him, that's when he gets even though there's a lien on it, it's not his yet, so I give it to him. And the Nafkamin is if the lender made it hekdish. And then by the time he got paid with his property, he changed his mind. If he could change his mind, he didn't really own it, he just stamp said. But if it's a like a buyer said, and, and the famous question that everybody's troubled with is that the argument in a buying rubber regarding Balchayv, if it's from now on, or is exactly the opposite in logic of Yeyush and Midas. Haviyish or Loyhaviyish. A buyer said that Yeyush Midas is not retrospective. Loyhaviyish. And here he said, by a balchoyv, it is retrospective. And Rabbi Bayer says, no, it's only when, you, when he finds out, that's when he was miyayish. And here, sorry, and Rabbi says, Yish is, if he would have known, he would have been miyayish. It is retrospective. And by alone, he says, it's mechanal haba. How does it work? Uh, all the Rishayim talk about it, it's a hard one. So here, coming back here, who set the Ebed free? We're not sure. Should have said the right thing is if you go if you follow the technical law of everything the Evid owes nothing. Why in the world would Evid owe anything? He's not the bar, he, he's a commodity here. We'll see. But in order to fix up the ways of the world to maybe benefit the Evid, we'll see. We force his master, which master? The original master or the new master? And the then he has to write a star. On the, on the value, because somebody lost out. Who has to write a star on the dumb of The Evid? A lender? What's going on here? And Hashem and Gamlil, Aymed, ain't a case of Meshachin. Want to set him free? New owner, for a reason, has to pay out. What is what's going on? Okay, quickly. Evid, also Rabbi Paiti, which is set him free. Me, Shikhra, who set him free? Amr Rab, Rab said, Rabbi Rishon. The Rab learned this is how Pshat mission is. The original owner, like we normally shot, set him free. And the din is that he can. According to Allah, the Ebed did nothing wrong here. What did Ebed do wrong? He's a commodity. And the, the, his original master set him free. He's a free man. Now, the original master owes money, owes the, owes the debt to the, to the land, landlord. I, the landlord now, I said landlord, the new owner, to the lender. I, the lender now, lost you know, his, his collateral. Okay, what was one from the Evid? And like Rabbi said, Hegdish. If you if, if I made some something, I, I gave a lien or something, but then I turned around and I made it Hegdish, Kedushas Aguf, I gave it to the business. According to the Tasis, makes no difference. Kedushas Dom is Aguf. Chametz, or it became Pesach and now suddenly it's Chametz, or and, and you could no longer use it to pay off uh, your lender or go over Shikhr, or if you're free, the Evid, Mavkim Le that's it, the Shibit falls away. This is the problem. The problem is we need to help out the Evan. You know why? Because the, the, the new owner will walk around and say, you're my slave. I don't care what the, the original guy set you free. I 
put in the star, documented it, that you are my collateral, you're my security, you belong to me. And he'll spread the word around. So the Ebed will argue, but his kids are going to be tainted forevermore. So Shema Yim Tzadam Bashuk, will meet him in the streets, and we're on Shul and Davening, and one Shabbat screaming out, you're my Ebed. The Yom will say, you're my Ebed. So what we do is, Koifin is Rabbi Shani. So when the Mishnah says, the Mishnah says, Shichra is by the original owner. So according to the halacha, that's it, it's over. However, we force the second master, this is to benefit David. We force the second master to give a, a set of free, so don't go around saying that he belongs to you, because even you gave him a, a get shikha. And, and you set him free. But oisa, oisa ben chayden, and you make him free. Now, the thing is, the koisim evet shtar al-domog. And the evet writes a shtar on his money, because now that the second master sets him free, the Evid, but the Evid, it was set free, right? So he has to, uh, he has to pay his way out. He has to, whatever, if his value is $100, he has to pay the $100. So he writes a shot on Dhamma to the original master, because the original master set him free, and pay out, pay his way out. But who were forced, so who set him free, the original master? Who is the one that has to, uh, who were forcing the, the second one? So not walk, walk around and make it last. So the first part of the mission says we should really need to the first, first, original, original owner set him free. The second one. So you shouldn't go around bad mouthing um, this Evid. Rab Shiva Ben Gamliel says, Ain't a Evid Kaisiv. The Evid does not have to write anything. The one who set him free. That, um, what do you mean? The original owner has to, has, to, has to now pay to the lender the value of the Evid. Not the Evid has to pay his way out. The original owner. The original owner has to pay the value of the Evid to the, to the, second, to the lender. And what's going on here? Why, why does the original owner have to pay and not to the Evid himself? The Micah Mithli, what's the crux of their argument? The Mazik Shibuddha Shulchaveri Mithli. They're arguing, interesting argument. If, there's a, if, if you have a Shibud on something and I break it, and so I, I break it. So I, I, I'm, I'm like a cause, to, I'm a Goyrim that causes you a little bit of a loss. The Chayv is still outstanding. But you were counting on receiving this particular item and you had a shibud on it, not just counting on it. You actually had some relationship with this item and I ruined it now. I'm a, is that called a mazik? Is that really a mazik or not? So that's the machlek. Yeah, but still, a paitik is, is a strong, paitik is much more than just a stam lean on all your properties. But this you is, shouldn't know that these three items are weaker. So then nobody's got money anymore. It's a wrong thing to do to Meshachar, um, you know, when you, that's it, exactly it, you're, that's it, according to him, you're a mazik, so you wouldn't be doing it, because you're going to have to reimburse me, what, what's the point of reading Evid? So if you hold a mazik, is a mazik, that's a Shem Gamliel, so therefore the original guy has to reimburse the lender for the Evid that he lost. Omar Savar, another one says no, that your mazik, Shibud is merely a cause. You know, I, the, the loan is still outstanding, so you didn't really lose anything out. I just took away the, your collateral, but yes, the chayv is still outstanding. Okay, maybe now you have more of a headache to try to get your money, but I'm potted. Taisa says it's, it's not really grama, you know, I'm, I'm throwing into grama. It's a little bit different than grami. He doesn't explain why it's different, but it's, it's, it's not exactly the same thing. So that's the argument. In fact, we learned that's exactly what their argument is. If you're mazig the shibit of somebody, is if it's a hezig, then it's the original... Uh, the borrower that has to reimburse the lender. And if it's not a Hezek, then the Ebed has to reimburse the lender because he got his freedom. So the Ebed's freedom is worth, is worth his freedom, whatever it costs to be free. Let's just finish over here. Um, Ula, Amar, Ula says, 
me shikhrei rabbi shady ulu says no you know when the mission says he was set free he was set free by the lender he was set free by the lender not by the borrower by the lender now shudas adin according to Allah, the lender said he free means anything he's still never the, the lender doesn't own the Evid yet until he gets paid up with this Evid. At this moment, who owns the Evid? The original guy. So according to Halacha, Eina Evid He's still an Evid. Nothing changed. He's still just like has all the dinner of a woman. Nothing changed. So in this version, it's the second guy who set him free. But the problem is that people think that he's a free man now. And they don't see Mishul coming to putting on film. They don't see him doing all the things as the full-fledged Jesus. Ah, he's not taking it seriously. So he also so we go now to the original guy and we say to him, you have to set him free. You have to set him free because people think that he's free and he's not behaving like a free youth. And the Ebed now has to pay his way. You know, let's say he's worth $100 in the market. He's now set free. He has to pay. He doesn't have the money. An IOU for the $100. Shemigul argues, he says, you know who has to pay the money? The, the, the guy who set him free, the lender, has to reimburse the borrower for the Evid. Why is that? The Micah Miflugi, a Hezek She'ena Nikah. In this case, the Hezek is not noticeable at all. Kamiflugi. The, the Evid hasn't changed at all. He's still Evid of the first guy. The Hezek is more on something which is not tangible. And we'll have later on the Gemara Gitna, Machlekes, Rab, and others, whether Hezek She'ena Nikah is called a Hezek or not. Says it's called a hezek, so therefore the second guy by setting him free caused the damage to the first guy. He has to reimburse the first the borrower for the evit. And the Marsava so now with how much is he reimbursed by the difference between the loan? The loan was for hundred dollars, and uh, and the evit was um was 150, he has to pardon the guy the loan and give him 50 dollars excess for the Evid. But the other one says, a Hezek, which is not noticeable, is not called a Hezek. You should reimburse. So therefore, the, 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 the second guy, the lender doesn't pay anything, and the, but the borrower has to set the Evid free, and the Evid has to pay his way out. He has to pay his way out. Ulu, my time, why didn't Ulu learn like We're talking about Mazik Shibudi. Why are we learning like Rab that um, that was the first master set him free. It's very simple. It says in the Mishnah here that then you kaifen, you, you force his rabbi. And who, according to, according to Rab, who's the rabbi? You force the second guy because he shouldn't malign this evidence. Say, oh, you're, you're my evidence. So why would the Mishnah address the, the lender and call him rabbi? The lender hasn't yet taken ownership of the evidence. Obviously, rabbi would mean the first guy. No, but I have my time. Why is Rab say like older? Barzavulullah was talking about that uh, that the, the, the second guy is the one who freed him and we forced the original rabbi. The mission starts off and the Meshichrei, he set him free. The second guy set him free? How can he set him free? He doesn't even own him yet. The only one who can set him free is really the original guy. So each one, the, the mission itself is very cryptic. Each one has a problem with the other one. The question is which word bothers you worse? Okay, we'll stop over here and continue tomorrow.